Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 73. So today's episode follows on from a post I wrote on social media recently, on Instagram and on LinkedIn. It was about how to talk about the recent art attacks with your participant. Now, I know that these posts resonated with a lot of you, so I wanted to take the opportunity to explore it in a bit more detail here. But before that, last week I had a great time talking to Rachel Ropeek about her work. We explored how we can think more creatively about how we view movement in the museum and how we can create physical comfort so that we can use movement fearlessly without any feelings of discomfort. That's for us and for our participants as well. So do go back and listen to episode 72 if you haven't already. And as always, if you want to support the show, you can do so by treating me to a lovely cup of tea on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire Baum. I'll put a link in the show notes. And talking of the show notes, I'll be sharing lots of resources too today. You can access these via the show notes in your podcast player of choice or on my website, thinkingmuseum.com. So now let's get on with today's show. So art has been hitting the headlines recently with the numerous Just Stop Oil protests targeting famous paintings in museums. So from Van Gogh's sunflowers in the National Gallery attacked with a can of soup to Monet's grain stacks attacked with some mashed potato and Vermeer's girl with a pearl earring in the Maritz house in The Hague. Now, whatever your views about these attacks, and I'm acknowledging here that we all have an array of views and that there are some very passionate views on all sides in this, as educators, how we respond is equally important. So whether you're working with groups in the museum or with students in a classroom, people will mention recent events and they will want to talk about it. They may perhaps notice the increased security in the museums and ask you about it. They may even ask you for your views and how you feel about it. Now, personally, I see these events as an opportunity to engage in perspective taking and dialogue with visitors. So maybe these events won't be relevant once this podcast comes out. Maybe we'll still be talking about them. But what I'm talking about here can be applied to a wide range of global issues and events. So it is extremely useful. So rather than voicing my opinions, I see this as a chance to create discussion with visitors and to invite them to explore and even understand the different perspectives involved. 
But at the same time, it's important to feel comfortable talking about it and know that you'll be able to facilitate objectively. So in today's episode, I'm going to first talk about the kinds of discussions you could facilitate around this subject. And secondly, I'm going to take you through an exercise that will help you to get to know yourself and your feelings better. So this is an exercise that will ultimately help you to facilitate subjects around all kinds of sensitive and contentious topics. Again, I'll be sharing lots of resources too. You can access these via the show notes or on my website. So let's get started. Let's talk first about how we can engage in perspective taking around this subject. So I've talked on numerous occasions about perspective taking. The main episode you want to listen to is episode 11. It will uh, explore, tell you what perspective taking is, why it matters, and it will introduce you to four thinking routines that you can use to foster this disposition. Now, perspective taking is essentially about examining things from different perspectives to develop a more balanced take on issues, ideas and events. And empathy, which is our ability to recognise, feel and respond to the needs and suffering of other people, is often the result of perspective taking. Now, there are many perspective-taking thinking routines out there that can help you to structure these type of conversations with visitors and participants. For example, step inside, step in, step out, step back, circle of viewpoints, and many others. Now, these thinking routines essentially ask you to identify a viewpoint or various actors in inverted commas, in the situation. Now, if you're in a group together, it's quite a good idea for the group to identify all the stakeholders or different perspectives that are involved. And one of the good things about thinking routines like circular viewpoints is that you often identify viewpoints that you hadn't really thought about before. So in the case of the recent attacks on these artworks, you can ask people to list what perspectives they think might be involved here. So of course, the perspectives of the activists themselves, but who else is involved? So there's the museum itself, there's the museum staff, and that includes people like front of house staff, curators, conservators and educators and guides like yourself too. Some people might even want to bring in the perspective of the artist as well. You then might want to choose a couple of viewpoints to explore by asking how that person or thing might feel, think or act. What might they know, perceive or care about? And the word might is key here too. You are asking people to imagine with what they know right now, how that person might think, feel or act. Now, you can then follow this up with why they might think that way. This asks you to explore their reasoning. So are there any social relations or cultural values or personal views that may shape their perspective in the situation here? 
So what factors shape the perspective of the activists, the museum, the curators and others? You may then want to consider what else you might need to find out. So this is basically assessing the limits of your own interpretation and acknowledging that we may not have all the answers or indeed all the facts at our disposal. And this could lead on to a further discussion about why these attacks have garnered so much attention. So you could have a discussion about what makes an artwork famous, what makes art a target for attack, and using a quote from one of the activists, is art worth more than the planet? Alternatively, you could use a thinking routine like the three whys. And the three whys asks you to think about the significance of this issue, these events. It has three important questions. So the first one is, why might this matter to me? The second is, why might it matter to people around me? So that's family, friends, city or nation. And thirdly, why might this matter to the world. So if you want to look into this in more detail and all the questions I mentioned here, I recommend downloading the free resource, Thinking Routines for Perspective Taking. That's on my website. It has cheat sheets and ways to use six different perspective taking thinking routines. So let's move on to discussing how to facilitate discussions like these with sensitivity and tact. So discussions like these require more advanced facilitation techniques. These are techniques that I cover in full in the final modules of my VTMO course. I also offer training in this on my team training days in museums. Essentially, with these sorts of discussions around contentious issues and hot topics, it's really important that we're aware of our own biases, personal beliefs and values first. So I'm going to share with you a great exercise to do before any discussion that you're due to have with a group when you might be facilitating discussions, uh, maybe around specific themes or ideas or any dialogues that could include difficult or sensitive subjects. This is an exercise in self-awareness. It's about knowing yourself and how you feel about a certain subject. It helps you to consider whether you know the topic, how you feel about it and whether you can assume an objective role. Because we all have emotional triggers and hot buttons. This is when we have an emotional response to something. You know, we can become upset or stressed or thrown off balance and irrational. And sometimes we might have a flight or a fight response. And this process of being more aware of our feelings, of our triggers and getting to know and understand them can help us to better manage our responses. So this exercise will help you to understand how you feel about the recent art attacks and will help you to make an informed decision about whether you feel comfortable having, having a discussion with visitors, participants or students about it. So 
This is how you know yourself as a facilitator. Ask yourself these five questions. Number one, what are my personal beliefs, values and stereotypes around this issue? Two, can I assume an objective role in the discussion? Three, will I feel comfortable discussing a range of perspectives around this? Four, can I tactfully mediate? And number five, the ultimate question, will I feel comfortable facilitating a group discussion on this issue? So asking yourself these five questions will help you to gain clarity and to know yourself better. And don't worry, I will put them in a resource that you can download or look at online. So I've used this exercise many times in the past in training sessions. And I remember a particular time back in 2020, and I asked participants in a training in a city museum to answer these questions. And it was about an issue that had cropped up. It was about the decision by a major Amsterdam museum to no longer use the term golden age in its exhibits. So this Amsterdam museum argued that the term golden age perpetuated a view of the 17th century that was of inter interrupted peace, prosperity and intellectual flourishing. This term, the Golden Age, has been used for decades by historians in the Netherlands. It's a way of describing the period in the 17th century when the Dutch Republic was hugely influential. Um, it was a golden age of trade, international trade, and thriving visual culture. It was the age of the Dutch East India Company, as well as artists like Rembrandt and Vermeer. But... The term, the golden age, has been scrutinised because it's focused only on the prosperity of the period, ignoring the role that international slavery, forced labour, war, poverty and the violence of the Dutch Empire all played in shaping the century. So the decision by this museum in Amsterdam to stop using the term golden age was really contentious and there were strong opinions for and against it. These were all voiced in the press, on TV and radio and online and the debate was even picked up worldwide as well. So I asked the group to consider their thoughts on this topic. So they were a team from a local city museum, it was outside of Amsterdam, and they all used the term golden age in their guided tours. So were they going to stop using the term? What did they feel about this decision by the Amsterdam Museum? What if members of the public asked them what they thought about it? And so on. So they answered their these questions and some other questions as well and then they shared their thoughts with each other's and then with the group as a whole and it was so interesting to hear some hesitation in the group as to whether they thought they could be objective about this highly charged subject 
But everyone in the team found it really illuminating to think hard about their own feelings on this subject. And there were a range of feelings within the group. And they thought it would be a useful exercise to repeat in the future for other issues as well. So it's definitely a useful exercise to do. Writing down how you feel about facilitating discussions around certain subjects especially those that provoke strong opinions on all sides, like these recent attacks on art by climate activists. This exercise will help you to gain clarity, but also to know yourself and your triggers better. So ultimately, understanding the perspectives of others helps us to develop a deeper understanding of events, issues and people. I've shared some resources and downloads for how to talk about these attacks with groups in the show notes. You can also listen to episodes 11 on perspective taking and episode 43, which has tips on how to facilitate meaningful discussions around sensitive subjects. So hopefully this episode episode will give you some ideas for how to talk about this subject with your participants and whether you actually feel comfortable doing so. Now, before I go, don't forget our Facebook group, The Slow Looking Club. You can look for it under groups in Facebook or I've put a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening today. I hope you found it helpful. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bound. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram, at thinkingmuseum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.